A lot to talk with the FEMA director with uh, management agency Brock Long. He is joining us this morning and we really appreciate we know how busy that you are and to spend some time with us to update us and more importantly update our viewers. So what is the latest where FEMA is concerned preparing for Hurricane Florence? Hi, good morning. So Hurricane Florence is uh, continuing to be a, uh, a major threat to the Carolinas uh, as well as the Mid-Atlantic. I think what we've seen overnight is a, a shift south, and so I never look at one single forecast and make decisions based on that. We mm -hmm. often evaluate several forecasts in a row, and as you've seen, the, the trend is it's, it's continuing to dip south. The question is whether it will continue to do that today, and this is a highly dynamic situation that requires constant, you know, constant monitoring. We have to continually uh, assess the situation and make sure that we're pre-positioned correctly, and that's what we'll do today. But the message to citizens is clear. Today is your last day to get out of the areas that have been placed under evacuation orders. If you don't do it now, your time is going to be running out. And once the impacts of this storm start to come in, uh, it's going to be very difficult for first responders to get to you. And uh, you're putting your life and you're putting yourself in danger. I hope people hear your message, sir. Um, George has touched upon this, the 10 million, the funds that were uh, moved from FEMA to ICE. Does that affect your preparations at all, the loss of that? Th that money? No, not at all. It's just an attempt to divert uh, away from the, the life safety issues at Florence. It does not come out of the disaster relief fund that funds everything behind me, that funds everything in the field. So it's a, it's a non-issue for us at this moment. You're actually from North Carolina. So when you are, are telling people to, uh, to take cover, to, to get out, to evacuate, you know what you speak of. You were there for Hugo in, in 89. So it's not just as a FEMA director, it's also as a native of that area that you're getting this message out? That's true. I grew up uh, in uh, North Carolina, uh, about five hours inland in Catawba County, North Carolina. Uh, Hugo was moving at 26 miles an hour. And if you know, a, a hurricane typically holds its strength. Um, it loses half its strength 12 hours after landfall. So as it was coming in, it was still a cat one over my house mm. uh, in North Carolina. And uh, we had multiple trees down. We were out of power for multiple days. Uh, and this is setting up to be somewhat like that. This is going to be a big hit with storm surge at the coast. The worst place to be is just north of the eye along the coast, wherever the eye makes landfall. That's where you're going to see the ocean rise above 13 feet. You're going to have damaging waves on top of that. But this is going to be unique from the standpoint that in uh, you know, the four and five day forecast points is forecast to lose the steering currents, stall out. And we're looking at rain upwards of 30 inches in localized areas across the Carolinas. And so this is not something to be taken lightly. Um, the whole entire state of North Carolina and South Carolina could be impacted by this event. And areas that are already have received so, so much rain. So at this hour, what is your biggest concern? Right now, it just uh, we, we have to set citizen expectations. Um, here again, it goes back to heed those warnings. Uh, this is nothing to be played with, uh, particularly if you live in an area uh, that is vulnerable to storm surge, where the ocean, this is wind-driven water that piles up in the Back Bay Inlet areas and along the coast. People do not live and survive to tell the tale about what the, the, their experience is like with storm surge. Um, you know, it's the most deadly part of the hurricane that comes in. It causes the most amount of destruction. But as this moves in inland, you know, 15, 20, 30 inches of rain over a very short period of time, you're going to see inland flooding. We ask people to stay out, out, of, out of flooded areas and shelter in place uh, and just be very careful. 
please heed the warnings. Heed the warnings. Uh, a final question. This is something that Cecilia and George touched upon, and it was the statements that President Trump made yesterday and also tweeting today, talking about the um, efforts after Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico, calling it an incredible unsung success. Do you agree with that? Look, you know, the, the effort into Puerto Rico um, was a huge effort by the federal government. The problem is, is that FEMA was the only responder going in, and we were, we were the first responder. And that's not the way that disaster response and recovery works. What you're seeing set up now for Florence is that you have state strong, you have strong state government capabilities, you have strong local capabilities, and that emergency response and recovery is a team sport. It's a whole community effort. It, it takes everybody from neighbor helping neighbor to the federal government. Going into Puerto Rico, we were the first responder and only responder, as I said, and that's not ideal. So what are we doing to correct that? You know, we have, we've hired over 1,800 uh, local Puerto Rican citizens to start building a backbone of emergency management at the Commonwealth and local level that did not exist before the storm. And so the other thing is, is that we need to shift the narrative about Puerto Rico to what are we going to do with the $50 billion that FEMA is going to provide Puerto Rico over the next couple of years and billions more from other federal government agencies? Puerto Rico has never had a better opportunity than now to become more resilient uh, and economically viable. And the question is, is that, you know, how do we go back in, build a resilient infrastructure? And that's what we're concentrating on. We're working with the governor day in and day out to build a resilient infrastructure. The question is, what are the provisions that will be put into place that, that doesn't allow Puerto Rico to let their infrastructure crumble? We faced a crumbling infrastructure. It was rotted and decayed. And uh, FEMA can't help that. We have to deal with the, the, the deck of cards that we've been dealt. All right. Thank you so much, Brock Long. And, and hopefully there were lessons that were learned. And I know that uh, it's a very busy day for you and everyone there behind you with FEMA. And we appreciate your time. All the best, thank sir. Thank you. Hi everyone, George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking out the ABC News YouTube channel. If you'd like to get more videos, show highlights, and watch live event coverage, click on the right over here to subscribe to our channel. And don't forget to download the ABC News app for breaking news alerts. Thanks for watching.